0: Welcome to Local Anesthetic Podcast. This is your weekly injection of mind-numbing local news. Uh, my name is Alex, this is Rob. Hello, guys. Uh, and this is episode 51 now. Yes. Um, I realised that if we actually do episode 52
1: next Saturday, it will actually be on the anniversary of our one year. I'm not sure I can do Saturday. Oh, fuck you then. Um, <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> be doubtful. There's a few other orders of business I should also mention. Um... We've... I've discussed with Alex before we start the podcast about a competition we may run next week, so listen out for that. Um, hey! Yeah. Um, we've also had... After last week, we asked people to submit uh, an explanation of The War of the Roses. After
0: neither that I or Alex had any idea what it was. Oh, oh yeah, we did. Oh, oh you mean that people... You told me before we came on air that people have contacted you about that. You don't mean they contacted you about the film, The War of the Roses, directed no. by Danny DeVito. No, just forget that crappy film. No. <laughs> hey, oh, it's not no. crappy. It's a good film. <laughs> Kathleen Turner, Michael Douglas. Well, I'm sorry to say that no... But the light was- of his sex addiction. I'm not sure it was.
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> alleged. Slanderous. Um, no, 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 no. It was actually about the... the the historical incident and not incident. I'd like to know. Okay, right. Um, it, a potted version, please. A potted version. So both Nicola from Norwich and Shay from Bristol contacted us, um, and gave us a very brief summary. Now, <clears throat> it does seem this is particularly relevant at this point in time because obviously they've, this week they revealed that Richard III well, got was got discovered in a car park. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's quite fitting actually. Okay. Um, so this is from Nicola. Hi Alex and Rob, I'll try and keep this brief and not go into specific details, it can get very detailed and confusing at times. The War of the Roses were a series of battles fought between the House of Lancaster, so Lancashire, which is a red rose, and the Yorkists, which is a white rose. When? Uh, for the English throne between 1455 and 1485. So when I said 18th century that was a bit out. Yeah, and I just agreed because I had no idea either. Um, so both, that would
0: be, I
1: always get it wrong, that would be the 15th century. That would be the 15th century, man. yeah. Uh, both houses lay claim to the throne of England uh, as they were both descendants of the sons of Edward III. Cool. Uh, wars ended after the Battle of Bosworth Fields in eighteen in 1485 when Lancastrian Henry Tudor defeated uh, Yorkist King Richard III. Would invented
0: then or would it have been swords and shields? Cannons? Cannons weren't invented then. Not cannons no. weren't invented in about the eighteenth century, were they? Nineteenth century? I think earlier than that. Earlier than that. What was...
1: If anyone this knows about can... cannons, email us in. So this would have been proper
0: swords and shield shit, would it? Oh yeah, proper Horses. sort of knights and that kind of crap. Wow. Horses, yeah. Um... Horses, which you could only enjoy in a nice lasagna at yeah. the end of the day. <laughs>
1: Uh, Henry then married uh, Elizabeth of York bringing the two houses together which is why the, tube, the
0: Tudor symbol is a red and white rose oh of course yeah yeah. Uh, now it's all coming flooding back do we need to hear Shays as well isn't he just saying the same thing no, no
1: uh, thing I'm just going to see if there's any variation Um no, effectively, it's... Yeah, it's the same sort of... But smarty. thank you anyway, Shay.
0: Oh, I feel bad for Shay because we haven't read out his
1: email. Oh, well, I just got actually to say this one last thing, which is quite interesting. He just goes on to say uh, the House of York is still present in a form today in the title of Duke of York ah. given to the King and Queen's second son, such as Prince Andrew. And the other ones for called Tudors,
0: is that right? Well,
1: yeah, but are the there's no around? Tudor. I don't think there's any Tudor bloodline left as far as I know. No. I think There is a the Duke
0: of Lancaster, though, so possibly... Isn't it Lancaster, Rob, not Lancaster? Yeah. Depends where you're from, Alex. Well, okay, I'm from South East London. And I'm posh. Um,
1: so, yeah, thank you guys for sending those in. It's, I'm glad that's. Uh, I hope that. Has that cleared things up in your mind? Why are you looking at me like that? Um, no, Lancaster. Yeah. You say year as well, I've noticed. I noticed something. Yeah. Year. Yeah. Yeah, year is how you say the word year. You don't no, feel... it's Yeah, it's year. I think you're fine. Right.
0: Only. Uh, I do say year. Yeah. You do know that most people say year. Yeah, yeah. Oh you do. Yeah. Yeah. Year is northern. No, year is northern no 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 hang on a minute now uh. you're really annoying me this is going to be the first argument on air listen to me right. I have two friends who were born in Newcastle right. they notoriously in our school were the only kids who said yeah they said yeah because even though they lived in London ever since a kid, they were kids, they are originally from Newcastle and that's where they picked it up yeah everybody north said yeah yeah think about a posh person I'm going to really do a posh accent they now. say yeah like bath and grass and, grass. and yeah yeah, yeah. I have been on the throne for twelve years. She wouldn't go years. She does say years. I
1: I have been on the throne for twelve years. See, not years. That does make sense. But years is in northern. What? Well, no, but it's it's not in the north of the country. It's, it's only said because years is is usually related to the sort of the southwest. This is bullshit. Well, can we, we have some clarification from listeners on this? Right. So, if you know about this, please send us in uh, yeah. when the cannon was invented, and also. Where years or years is said and whether it's uh, specific to a, a specific dialect or region of the UK
0: thank you we would actually genuinely appreciate some feedback from you <laughs> is there anything else for you to contribute uh, no amit let me just, just double check my little list uh,
1: only to just say that um, hopefully by this the time this goes out the Swindon Towns um, takeover will be finalized so stay with us Paolo thank you
0: Right, a personal plea from Rob there. OK, Rob, I'm going to start us off with two very short stories. Short, okay. short stories. Right. And one is from the news shopper about a Sydenham man. And the headline was, Sydenham man charged over Lee police scissors attack. <laughs> and it was only that it just mystified me a bit, this story. It's by Mark Chandler. I wonder if you, you can work out what mystified me about the story. It's very short. A Sydenham 48-year-old man has been charged over an attack with scissors that left a police officer with fractured ribs. Jesus. The, the Lewisham officer, aged 36, was rushed to hospital on February 6 after attending a call-out in Funko Road, Lee. Police say the officer has since been discharged from hospital was wearing body armour at the time of the attack. And this bloke has been charged with criminal damage and ABH and everything. So, the two things I can work out about that. One, the guy's wearing body armour. Yeah. I and think. two... I don't equate attacking somebody with scissors with causing a fractured rib. A fractured rib would be with more of a blunt instrument or brutal force, but scissors w- would, 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 would penetrate the skin and cause a wound, not fracture a rib. I can t- I can ask you the answer to this. Yeah. Okay. You say smugly.
1: <laughs> the Met vest is a very dynamic piece of material, and obviously... Dynamic, eh? Yeah. Um, You're a prick, do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> it can protect against certain things, like blunt objects and like certain bullets... But not armour piercing. And because a point would go straight through it. Right, okay, had that fracture a okay. rib? What would happen, I would have thought, is the met Vest would have taken most of the impact, but at the same time, the force of the actual okay. object
0: hitting him okay, may have answer. broken his whip. Alright, that's the end of that story. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, 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 it's no, fine. <laughs> I to. And then the second story, which is, well, no, it's reasonably short, but it's just. I don't want to make light of this. I'm not making light of this story. It happened down oh, in, God, right. in yeah, the okay. Bournemouth there. It's from the Bournemouth Echo, and it's by Alex Winter. Man, Rage Dog. No. And the headline is, Man forced his way into a car and threatened sexual assault. It was just the way the story was oh, written. God, there there, a few, with there are a few things about it this way it's written. So, basically, there's an e-fit of him, which I'm going to show. Oh, you. God. So, a man forced his way into a car and threatened to seriously sexually assault the driver. I'm not sure about that phrase, by the way, seriously sexually assault the driver. I mean... Isn't any sexual assault serious? No, there's different levels of sexual assault. But don't do stark. <laughs> the 20-year-old woman was driving her own on her own near to the Dunsbury Golf Course along Christchurch Road at Tuesday at 10.30pm when a man came out of the bushes and forced her to stop the vehicle. He went to the passenger door, entered the vehicle and threatened to seriously sexually assault her. She screamed, causing the offender to run off towards Hobbycraft. <laughs> It's, it's, it's that. <laughs> uh, well, maybe for he had Croft. some crocheting to do. <laughs> Maybe he wants to crochet the attack. <laughs> it was just that. Um, and they've released an e-fit of the man. Right. And they want anybody who knows. It's described as white, with a pale complexion, approximately 50 years old, about five eight inches tall and of medium build. He has short dark hair and a moustache. He was wearing a long sleeve army fleece with three-quarter zip and black woody gloves. And and if you know anything about this, you should call Crime Stoppers on eight hundred triple five triple eleven. Um, okay, this is the e-fit of the man. Do <laughs> um, you got to describe? That's it, Barry thing. chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring the chuckle brothers into this.
1: Alex, look at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe Ian Rush a few years before he shaved his mustache <laughs> off. Can you uh, describe the Um... Uh, Yes, it's quite, he's, he's quite an elderly man with uh, a, quite a, a thick moustache. Um, he looks like he's... he's you know when, uh, if you've ever been on a night out in Weatherspoons, when a, a girl's been you know, got upset and has been crying and looks like a moustache has run down her
0: face? Well, he's got that. Uh, you sound like got... you've been on a few dates with women <laughs> who've been offended with them crying, Is it? Well, it's a it looks ridiculous, pictures, doesn't it? Again, he looks ridiculous. Yeah, it does, yeah, absolutely. Comments... Controversial but true says English? Question mark, foreign? Question mark. Matthew Why says I'm a 43 year old fit male and so relatively confident I could defend myself. You do say so yourself. But I still always in capitals drive with the car doors locked. Am I alone in this? Um, Hens, uh, Hessenford says I'm with you on that one. Well, my car could be set to lock all the doors as soon as the car moves. Um, GAH Music says good e-fit for a change I hope they catch it <laughs> if that's a good e-fit well we've seen all the bad ones we have seen outside. a lot worse and last comment Lelbal says bloody weirdo <laughs> nice <laughs> love way to finish
1: yeah <laughs> so Rob have you got a story for us yeah I've got two if us, okay we one short one and one, one longer one a bit like me um, yeah um, the first story was sent in from Jack from Todd Morden. Um, Have we had three from him before? Yeah, quite a few times. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. sorry, Jack. Um, he was one who sent in about the kebab shop, Ali Alibaba's kebab shop. Yes. And I think something about some other stories as well. So, uh, this is from the Todd Morden News. Um, and uh, it's uh, just a, a, a warning from the local Coldwell Council about their grit bins. Grit bins? Grit bins, that's right, yeah. There's no journalist attributed to the story, and the title is Grit Bin Warning.
0: Grit bin morning, yeah.
1: Coldwell Council has issued a reminder that salt providing grit bins around the borough should only be used by residents on public roads. The reminder comes after people were spotted taking salt from the grit bins on Myrtle Street and and using it for their cooking. What? <laughs> and Bramshack—I think that's right. Bramshake, Bramshake Square, Toddborn Town Centre during the snow last week and loading into vehicles. I'm guessing with oh, the salt just the it into the boot. Yeah, just you know, just scooping up, putting in the boot. Uh, when, when members of the public questioned them, they got into the vehicle and drove away. That sounds like it's just one person.
0: Yeah, sounds like, like an when members of the
1: public questioned them. Yeah. So, what are you doing with that salt? Give us back our oh, salt, you bastard! Um, a spokesman for Coldale Council said, the salt provided the grit bins intended for residents to use on public roads. If people report to the council the grit is being used for this purpose, the council will, will work with police. Uh, people... Can ask have grit bins refilled by the councils uh, by calling the council's contact centre on oh eight four five two four five six thousand or making a request on the council's website under the under the request gritting or grit bin refill section.
0: <laughs>
1: Are you trying to kill me. <laughs> I don't have the enthusiasm for this. What's I story, Alex? It's very informative. It is. People important. need to know about what uh, if, if what to do in in the in the event of grit bin theft. <laughs> or gripping contact theft okay uh, and the second story uh, is, was sent in by Shay, who actually sent me in quite a few stories and I have to say Shay, there, there were some very good ones in here um, and then, um, I was, I've was i been umming an hour between the two and I think I'm going to go with this one
0: because we do another one next week
1: yeah I will, I will do because he, like, he sent me quite a few um, this story is from uh, the Bristol Post the headline is journalist uh, journalist is by uh, sorry journalist is Daniel Evans And the headline is... Give me my porn back. Bristol man takes police to court to get collection returned. (laughs) I want to know this story. A disabled man with a liking for pornography took the police to court... To demand demand that they return his huge collection of explicit adult movies. (laughs) Uh, Police arrested Anthony Gerard Wright... Sorry, he's got bit of pitch below. uh, Three times on suspicions of possessing indecent images of children... uh, Seizing six PCs and laptops... After eleven illegal pictures were found on four hard drives, they had been downloaded automatically to parts of the computer Mr. Gerard could not access with speci- without specialist tools or techniques.
0: What does that mean then? That they didn't mean to download them?
1: I think what's happened is he's been down- just from the sheer yeah, visiting quantity. websites, and, yeah. He's, yeah. and so the, the, these images are downloaded. He, he, I think they were on his machine unknowingly. Okay. Not pressing any charges, officers returned two of the computers but kept the ones containing child pornography and took Mr. Gerald to court for the... Uh, Why did they keep them? Why didn't they just take the images and give them back his computers? Well, this is what he says. Uh, to call for the forfeit and destruction of the hard drives. Uh, last July... <laughs> you don't need to destroy an entire hard drive. They just delete the images. <laughs> yeah. um, District Judge David Parsons <laughs> found in the police's favour but Mr. Gerald, 59, appealed in, in the bid to get his computers... Right, this is what's standing to me. Containing... 888 gigabytes of adult movies Yeah. and, and thousands, 205 gigabytes of adult pornographic images. Pornographic? Sorry, pornographic images. 888 gigabytes That's nearly a terabyte. Near a terabyte of, of adult movies. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, Police are not allowed to return hard drives with child pornography on them because they would then be disputing illegal material. <laughs> right, I see. So that's why he has <laughs> Then they could be charged. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Gerard of a- a Broadford Road Knoll argued that he- they could have deleted the child pornography or transferred them to another device and given it the adult images
0: back. <laughs> um, uh, Rob, g- g- sorry, I just want to say I know that you update tags on each episode. Yeah. And I've noticed that a phrase you've used repeatedly throughout this segment is the phrase child pornography. Please don't include that as a tag in the uh, podcast description, just so you know. Why? we probably get a lot of hits, but. They might have got a lot of, of perverse
1: because of the, the website, and let's face it, they haven't got, they've got a lot of time on their hands. Uh, Explains the post what he wanted. Mr. Gerard said, If they gave me back my computers, instead of searching the internet, I could just search in my own computers. I wouldn't have time to search the internet. I paid £40 a month for a month subscription to the website, and I was downloading films from it day and night. I wanted to get my money's worth. I'm not interested in child porn. I don't think it's fair that they keep my, But I don't think it's fair that they're keeping my computers when I haven't done anything illegal. Mr. Gerard, who's been married four times and is estranged from his son, added, the good thing about having a computer is that, is that you can just switch off when you're finished. You can't switch off a wife.
0: Sorry. So, <laughs> sorry. So he's saying his preference for, for, you, for porn and computers, fully, is because you can at least switch off uh, His phrase is, Mr. Romantic... You can switch off a computer when you're finished, and we'll we'll leave that to the imagination, <laughs> but you can't switch off a wife. Yes. Alex, I'm going to
1: show you a picture of this man, I've been saying it to last, and I think you'll understand why. He's been, he's been married 11, uh, four times. Does that really surprise you? Well, it might be surprising me that he managed to get married in the first place. Well, that's true, yeah. And just, I'm just going to finish by saying, um, Mr. Gerard, who only has £100 in savings, was or, uh, was ordered to pay... £1,533 costs. Oh. Uh, Judge Lambert said, was, uh, we see no way on the evidence in front of us that the hard drives could be returned to the appeal and with the images deleted, so they cannot be recovered. Uh, after the case, Mr. Gerald said, um, if they just hey, been able...
0: What, what, this is all, can I just say, with the basic knowledge of computers, Rob? Yeah. All they had to do... Can I, I'm sorry, I'm getting a bit annoyed about this. All they had to do, you do... Have you worked out what the simple solution to all of this is? Go on have you worked it out just transfer it to another computer take the files that he wants yeah and put them onto a hard disk yeah yeah maybe if you don't even want to pay for the hard disk have him pay the hundred quid for it you transfer them all over you give it to him and he's got all his stuff back what is
1: the problem true true um he, like I said he, just to finish off he said by saying um, if they'd just been able to delete the images and give me back my computers it would have saved a lot of court time and money I'm gutted but I had my day in court. And I thought the judge was fair. <laughs> Comments! Where's the picture? Oh, God, yeah, do you want see the picture? So, uh, I, just, I just want to re-emphasise to you, this man had, had downloaded 888 gigabytes of uh, adult films and had 2.5 gigs of adult pornography images. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is he kind of what you expected uh, yeah I can't even describe him I mean, how, you can't describe him you need to go you need to go to uk and look up this just look up porn Bristol man <laughs> yeah it's a nice way to be known for the rest of your life yeah, yeah. I mean I, I have a lot of respect for him I mean, he, he stood up for his
1: values, and, you know, he,
0: he, he... But I don't know why he's so happy about this at the end of it. They could have taken the hard drive out of the computer, right? Put a new hard drive into the computer, yeah. transferred over the files, if so there's no risk of these older files being still present, yeah? True, yeah. And given him his computers back. They're not ghosts echoing around the computer. They're on a hard drive. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, comments. Yes. there were 42, by the way. Right. Um... Did anybody make up my point? There
1: are a few people, yeah, yeah. By Perry Bastard. <laughs> the...
0: I want to be called Perry Bastard. <laughs> Interesting choice. The Johnson. name's Bastard. Perry Bastard.
1: Uh, ha ha ha. Am I reading the viz or is this Bristol? By uh, Corn Corn Cups says, the good thing about having a wife is that you can switch it off when you're finished. Uh, you can't switch off and just cut, obviously just quoting the article and just says priceless. Yes. Uh, by Bedgreen says judging by the, the picture I think he's left-handed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> by City Man says priorities this guy has them. Uh, by Nick the Gas uh, just comments saying who gives a toss? <laughs> <laughs> um, by... Does anybody just say wanker? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> by The Parcel says uh, again quoting the article uh, when asked how he could afford so many computers he said he paid for them out of his benefits money I didn't, I didn't mention that in the, in the, right. the uh, article uh, and then he just follows by saying let's see if he pays his fine what a wally and I'm going to finish on this last article um, by Marxie, who says the wonders of the internet rather look at someone else doing it surely he would be better off doing it himself what to get in he ought to watch out. He doesn't go blind. That's a myth. It is a myth, yeah. Um, but um, I think the amount he's been doing it could be a very real possibility. <laughs> More the amount he's been staring at a
0: computer screen. I like the fact, yeah, that so every time the police took two away, he just bought another two. To be fair, though, I just want to just highlight again, because this is actually about just basic knowledge of computers. Yeah. It doesn't mean that he has been excessively doing anything. What you're doing is quoting the size of the stuff he downloaded. He but did say me, he had a, a month subscription, forty pounds, and yeah. was downloading yeah, 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 the he, quote day and night. Yeah. So what he did was because he was paying forty quid, it would be like if you were if you paid forty quid for a month to some um, film streaming site where you could download movies. Yeah? True. Yeah. You would just download them constantly. It wouldn't mean you're watching them. No, no, true he, true. he was just trying to get rinse as much out of his website <laughs> as he could for his forty quid, and then he was probably going to spend the rest of his life looking at these things, which is why he's now saying, "Oh, yeah, I want my porn back." I mean it's quite it's quite quite a tragic story the fact that you know he he really feels for his pawn. well I wouldn't have appealed this. I would be embarrassed (laughs) enough without then going to court to say, "Uh, Judge, you're I can have my pawn back. I paid for that. (laughs) Yeah, just leave quit while you're ahead, I think, was the phrase. (laughs) (laughs) My next story is from the Bournemouth Echo, it's by Paula Roberts, and the headline is Anger a Sofa is dumped on Kinson Common. SSSI. So what? Anger as sofa is dumped on Kingson Common, SSSI, which stands for a site of special scientific interest. If you want to, should have known that, Rob. Yeah. Supporters of the protected Bournemouth Common have reacted angrily after fly-tippers dumped a three-piece suite. The beige and red striped sofa and two chairs were discovered on Kinson Common on Monday afternoon, a short distance from an alleyway off South Kinson Drive. The Common is a site of special scientific interest, SSSSI, SS <laughs> and local nature reserve and is managed by Bournemouth Borough Council's countryside officers, assisted by the Friends of Kinson Common. Geoff Budden, chairman of the Friends, said, I'm really fuming about this. We had another incident on the other side where, where garden waste was dumped. It makes me so angry because it's an... SSSI and Milham's tip is just down the road I've got steam coming out of my ears people just don't appreciate what we have got I I don't think he is Mr Budden said fly tippers often target the common and the council had to remove some doors and other waste which had been dumped on the common around three weeks ago and dog fouling remains a problem on the common Mr Budden said there are some people who pick it up and put it in bags and then throw it into bushes (laughs) (laughs) why would you do that? Why would, you, <laughs> but why would you do that? Why would you just not bother picking up? Why would you go to all the effort to bring a bag over and you pick it up just to then throw it in a bush? Who can say? Who can say? Anyway, uh, I know they have similar problems on Turbury Common and elsewhere and I really don't know what the answer is. Larry Austin, I like the name by the way. Larry Austin, that's good. Yeah. Strategic Operations Manager at Bournemouth Borough Council said it is an offence to fly tip or dump rubbish in and around the borough and we treat the problem very seriously. In an effort to reduce the number of fly-tipping incidences, the council provides a bulky households good collection service for large items such as sofas. I
1: used that the other day, actually in Croydon. Just uh, just, what
0: did you dump?
1: Uh, I didn't dump anything, Alex. I I called the council and asked if they can take away my fridge. Right, and did they? Yeah. What's their service? Oh no, our landlord replaced our fridge for us. Why? Uh, Because it was broken. Did it actually break? Well, it it was. No, I think it wasn't. It wasn't basically that cold. Because I think the thermostat that broken. So anyway, were, you, were food going off? Uh, no, no, it, would keep free, it wasn't that bad. But. So how did you know then? You just opened the fridge and thought, hmm, this isn't as cold as normal. Look, I, I don't care, OK? We've got a new fridge out of it. I don't give a shit. I want to <laughs> well know how you knew
0: the other fridge wasn't well, working. The light was broken, all right? <laughs> the light was broken in the fridge and he replaced it. Why didn't he replace the light, the book? Well, I think what happened
1: was basically, our, our lady she came around to the flat. She had a look, at, I think the, the landlord wanted to replace it anyway, by a look, because
0: she looked in the well, fridge. Well, he was just sitting home one right and thought, hmm, that flat that I've got, which I never visit, I'm just thinking I want to change the, the fridge on a whim.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> possible, <laughs> Alex. It's possible. <laughs> this story is bizarre. Anyway, You're winding me up. <laughs> we have got new fridge, that is true. Um, Good, but well, I still understand the story. Um, but the people, the collection service starts, because I, I called them up and they have to pay like 20 quid to get, they get it collected. But their hours are five till five. They start at five in the morning. Yes. And by the time I'd left the house at half past seven, the fridge had already been
0: collected. Yeah. Very good. Rob, I'm not letting you get away with this. Just tell me a coherent story about how you got your fridge replaced. <coughs> I think like I said, I think the thermostat on the fridge is broken. It, it was keeping
1: things cold, but it wasn't, I, the freezer wasn't properly freezing.
0: Ah, now that, cause that's how I knew my mum my was. Like, oh, okay. Okay. The freezer wasn't properly freezing. Right, yeah. Now I understand. Okay. Thank you. Comments Buster. Oh you want to see the, You want to see The picture of the No no, no. Is that at the end of the story Yes Why is it of Specific scientific interest Oh I don't know that It doesn't look like It should be But do you want to see A picture of the I a want thing to that? know what, what... Well, no. You can't knows. just say that I don't know why But Rob Do you want to see A picture of what was dumped Of course This do. is the major bit Of the story <laughs> Brilliant Describe um... it For our listeners I mean to be fair You do not want to see This sofa you can go and look at it if you want, but I warn you.
1: I don't understand. I mean, that's been reupholstered by the looks of it, because the the sofa is cream, but the pillows and the arms of it are in this hideous sort of I can't even describe it, I won't know, It's sort of red with these horrible cream and sort of dark green
0: it, stripes. It's absolutely the most hideous sofa I've ever seen in my life. Sure, something didn't buy that piece of shit. Comments. Let Common Sense Prevail says the real crime is that somebody bought that hideous thing in the first place. <laughs> the D Monster says it's a nice idea to turn it into a large lounge. The uh, site of specific special interest. You're right, yes. Ken Budd says I can see no reason what, why this hideous piece of crap cannot be ID'd and it's no wonder it's been unceremoniously dumped. Nice. Unceremoniously dumped is quite a nice episode title. <laughs> Green Chew says would you own up to it if it was yours? Yikes, no. <laughs> Susie Girl says I think that suite is better than one I've got now. The renegade that's master worrying. says, leave the three-piece suite there, give all the foxes something to play with. Absolutely. Friends of KC says, sadly, three foxes have been sound dead on the site within the last week, but that's another story. <laughs> okay. Charles Cohn Cliffey says it looks in quite condition. It's just a pattern burning the retinas. Be good for a blind person's lounge though. Lord Spring says, Bournemouth Council said yesterday the sofa had been removed from the common. They asked, did they leave the chairs? <laughs> Um, let common sense prevail replies to Telcom City, who wrote it'd be good for a blind person's lounge though. Hmm. And they said, are you suggesting a blind person dumped it? No, he wasn't suggesting that at n- all. N- no, Mooch says it's part of the Chartwell. Is it part of the Chartwell range from DFS? <laughs> Fletch the manager says I'd not even be want to see. I'd not even want to be seen tipping that thing. It's awful, controversial but true. Says a debt collector, bailiff, or social worker may recognise it. <laughs> The cast of explosions, there. Huh? Uh, Mokove One says, looks comfy enough to sleep on, except you probably wake up without your shoes or wallet. <laughs> well, uh, Rudolf Fucker says, sofa probably got bed bugs, uh, stroke fleas as well. It is a shame, as this is a lovely area which I enjoy walking with my mongrel. I suggest a permanent manned bonfire on the common to burn litter and dump non-toxic <laughs> goods, along with an undercover force of wardens issuing on-the-spot fines to people who leave dog mess. It's quite a common theme that apparently this has been dumped by the lower classes. I know, yes, yeah. Spooky says, I could say if the council came round and entered the dog poop bins a bit more often, you could use them. Not that some would, of course. I don't see the point in picking it up then lobbing it into a bush. <laughs> lobbing it into a bush, good episode title. Yep. And yes, that sofa is an nice one Makes a change from many older mattress, I suppose. True. Roughmeister says, shame the council removed it. I was at the Tate Modern yesterday and I'm sure I saw this exact art installation. Well,
1: oh, yeah, okay, fair
0: enough. Yeah, Rob's a bit of, he likes that sort of shitty art, so he's getting a bit annoyed. It's, it's not really shit, is it? Tell come Cliffy reply if they let common sense prevail who says "Are you suggesting a blind person dumped it and they say no not at all I make the point that a blind person would not mind the pattern because he would not be able to see it and they've put in brackets for Dorset born readers it's a joke (laughs) (laughs) lovely lovely Rob have you got a last story for us I
1: have yes Uh, this is no one sent him uh, from Shea Um, it's from the Bristol Post uh, the story is by Tom Morris and the headline is uh, Philanthropist Karen Passmore fears that she has been conned. Uh, a pensioner who ploughed her life savings into a mission to help Britain's disadvantaged youngsters fears that she has been conned out of £11,000. Mm. Karen Passmore, who has multiple sclerosis spent £30,000 to buy and restore a 40 foot yacht to help young people learn to sail. So a lovely idea. Is it? Yeah.
0: Is it, if I was going to give away 30 grand, right, I could think of more important ways of spending that money than helping some people learn how to sail. Because let me say something. You're a hoarder. i will tell you why. Uh, I'll tell you why. There's that phrase, isn't there? I've got to remember it. The same people like water. Teach a man to fish and all that crap. If you teach a man to fish, he'll catch a fish himself, which is better than just giving him a fish, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teaching young people to sail is not going to further their life chances. Especially not disabled ones. Huh? Especially not it might, be, it might be cutting their life tragically short. <laughs> oh, are they disabled kids? Right. Yeah. So actually teaching them a vocation or something, right? Doesn't say that. It doesn't no. Doesn't, where it's disabled dis- kids dis- from? Dis- so dis- dis- not yes. disabled. No, but the point is that they're not going to be pursuing a life on the open seas, are they? I doubt very much. So the point is, putting some money into teaching them a vocation or something like that would be a better way of spending the money than teaching them how to fucking sail. Yes, but they, they may not ever have an opportunity like this. They may not
1: have experienced. They don't this. want the opportunity. Some children don't know what cows look like. Mm Go on, so that was during the Second World War. Um, Mrs. Passmore South What Reed, was during the Second World War? Were well, evacuees. There's quite a, you know, evacuees got quite, got quite scared because they because they've been living in inner city London, for yeah, instance. With no television. And never, Yeah, and never seen the countryside, and apparently were quite scared by the sight of a Which, if you had not seen that, I think would be quite a daunting prospect. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Passmore of Southmead was inspired on the sailing trip when a skipper she, she had met told her about the Break Free Foundation that helps young people learn to sail.
0: Break Free Foundation. I'm sorry for rubbishing the idea of Break yeah, Free it Foundation, be. but it, I have to say, 30, if 30, I was 30, a disadvantaged 30. kid and you offered to take me sailing, I wouldn't want to go. I'd prefer to go and sniff Stick In Stick. In an abandoned warehouse. Beast <laughs> throw. Uh,
1: as part of her vision, she set out to buy an RV camper van so up to six people using the boat could sleep over after trip from the harbour side. This is beginning to sound dodgy. So you went you with me so far. So she bought the boat, did that up. Now she wants an RV camper van. Uh, not like that,
0: I just realised what you were saying. No, now I'm saying not... having sleepovers with young disadvantaged kids in a camper van sounds to me She's gossip.
1: 62.
0: Well, uh, well. you've still got it. Yeah, I suppose it
1: was that man who's trying to get his pole back. Um, but now the 62-year-old believe that she's been duped and left £11,000 out of pocket, uh, pocket, meaning all of her, her hard work um, could come to nothing as, and she would have to sell the boat. Why does she think she's been duped? Well, I'll tell you. In November last year, she spotted a Chevrolet Alguero Bay, which I'm guessing is an RV camper, uh, on the internet for fifteen thousand pounds, and contacted the person who had put it on sale, and they agreed to sell it for twelve thousand.
0: Okay. Delighted with the price, uh, Mrs. Pars- Sorry, she contacted them. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that on eBay. Contact them outside of eBay and ask them to drop the price. Didn't say was against. That- doesn't say it was an eBay, eBay at all. She said... No, you, what did you say? She said
1: in November she spotted on the internet. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Could have been a personal lad. Yeah. Not a personal lad, but you know me. I mean. Um, uh, <laughs> Delighted,
0: with <laughs> Delighted with the price, Miss Passmore immediately transferred £6,000 into their account. Can I say something on that note where you just mentioned personal lad? This is to go right off on a tangent. Okay. They're the news agent in um, Sydenham, which has been around since I was a v- little kid. And I went in there recently, and it's the same people running it. Mm. And um, I always look in the window, because ever since I've been a kid, there's always been these very interesting ads in the window. You know, there's cards, obviously, people of paper yeah, yeah, yeah. with things like Sexy Samantha Does Massages, and you know, basically, prostitutes. Yeah. yeah. Who put up things in the windows. It makes it sound a bit weird that I was standing there looking at these. It's because I find them quite amusing. But then what occurred to me was, when you're looking at these, is that basically, you're taking a big risk, aren't you? You look at one of those... You ring the number, you turn up, you've got absolutely no idea what that person right, is going to look like. It, and, and, and in all honesty, it ain't going to be great. Alex,
1: let's, let's face it. If you walk around central London, any of the phone boxes, there are a selection of, of cards offering various services of a sexual nature, and I'm pretty sure the women advertised in, in, the, in the cards are not the women that you'll be t- turning up to. Right. Delighted with the price, Mrs. Passmore immediately transferred £6,000 into their account. Okay, so it's £12,000 RV, she transferred £6,000 straight away, okay? Deposit. Uh, yes. But then the seller then asked her for additional sums, some paid in cash totaling a further £5,000. Um, she also said on one occasion that she went to visit the seller, who lives in East Anglia. She and seven of them went for dinner, at the, at the, <laughs> at the end of which they claimed they had no money, and she was forced to pay. Why do, Sorry. does that not strike you as slightly strange?
0: <laughs> it's not a story. So, <laughs> if I'm buying a van off somebody, number one, I don't go and visit them. I just go and pick up the van. Yeah. I don't go for a visit. And I don't go out for dinner with them and seven friends. It, uh, and I'm then pay for th- their meal. I'm glad that seems slightly strange to you as
1: well. Okay, good. Doesn't it? Well, no, it does. Absolutely. Okay. Not just up. that.
0: Okay. And on another visit, they were on the way to... On another visit? (laughs) This is more than her just buying a van for her to be visiting this... Sorry, Rob. This is more than her buying a van for her to be visiting this bloke. So, have they struck up a romantic relationship around this van? I think it's a couple.
1: Anyway, okay. And on another, they visited on the way to Cornwall. uh, And although they arrived in their own vehicle, they took hers to use for the weekend. (laughs) Picked up a parking ticket in the
0: process. (laughs) Sorry, I'm well there's a bit of this story missing <laughs> she has seen an ad on the internet yeah. for somebody selling a van yes she's conducted a correspondence with this person yes. the Greens, and then why are their visits happening and then so she paid them five thousand then and if, uh, but then why did 6, she go and visit them and not take the van I don't know. And why did they come and visit her suddenly they sound like old family friends Yes, yeah, so they came
1: and visited her on, on the way down to Cornwall, left their vehicle with her Which is the and band took her car I, I don't know, I've no idea. And took her car and got a parking ticket. Okay. Uh, but nearly two months on, Mrs. Passmore uh, Mrs. Passport still does not have the RV and has contacted the police. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like a mug. Actually, do you know what that's exactly what that's what the comments it just says that. She's a chump. Yeah. When they said I could have the 12000 I jumped at the chance and paid £6,000 £6, there and then, Mrs. Parsmore told the Post. They said that I could pay the rest in the New Year, but started asking for money so they could get their business going. Uh, it meant I would be a bit skinned over Christmas, but I helped out on the grounds I was paying off the remaining 6000 I owed. So, so, hang on. Then, then can, it got
0: worse. Sorry, you've got to go back <laughs> on my mind when I ask where, can you go back and read that last bit?
1: Yeah. Um, they said that I could pay Who's the rest. Who's The couple. Right. Um, they said that I could pay the rest of the New Year, but started asking for money so they could get their business going. Right. Uh, it meant I would be skint over Christmas, but I helped out on the grounds I was paying off the remaining £6,000
0: that I owed them. It's almost like she felt compelled to have to make these visits or have them come over and see her because she'd entered into some pact where she wasn't going to be able to actually afford the whole van straight away.
1: Yeah. Then it got
0: worse. <laughs> they visited me on the way to Key.
1: And although they had their own car, took mine without my permission. <laughs> That's theft, isn't it? Without asking they the keys and drove off in her car. They picked up a fifty-pound. Why? Why? You do I don't that? Know. <laughs> You've already got. Yeah, a they car. must have returned it to her. Yeah. <laughs> they picked up a fifty-pound parking ticket while they were there, which I'm still contesting. There was another time we went for a meal and there were seven of us, and at the end they all claimed not to have any money, so I had to pay. Right, so all the people that she went for the meal with claimed yeah. they had no money, so she
0: paid for everyone. Yeah. She paid for everyone. Oh, yeah, I've got no money, yeah. No, I forgot my wallet, yeah.
1: I just had to read you the end of this quote, okay. I was not happy, especially as I only had a main course that I didn't like. <laughs>
0: Um, Mrs. Passport said that when she asked for a receipt of what she had paid so far... Do you ever remember One Foot in the Grave? Yes, of course, yeah. Do you remember Mrs. Warboys? Yes. She reminds me of her.
1: Yeah, this is true, yes. I mean, many times, I mean, Mrs. Warboys has just been taken for a (laughs) ride. And let's face it, this is exactly what's happening. Um, Mrs. Passport said that when she had asked for a receipt of what she had paid so far, she was told £3,000 she was told £3,000 she had handed over was only considered as an investment in their business. Not as of paying off for the car? No. An investment in the business? Yeah. Uh, since then, there have always been excuses, she said. Uh, they are always away, or the RV is not ready. I've even heard from someone that they have sold it to someone else. <laughs> 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 I hope beyond hope that it would all come good and have contacted the police, but I'm not expecting much. Next time, go to a garage. The loss of the money would lo- caught... Co- Sorry. The loss of the money will close the charity, and that's heartbreaking, as we have had to put so much work into it.
0: Sorry, what? Oh, is, did she set up the charity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think she'd, she'd invest the money towards it. So why would it close down the charity?
1: <laughs> it
0: must be because she set it up, Rob. She's yeah, the idiot who set up the idea for saving for disadvantaged kids. So they're going to get one... Well, she did buy the they're yachts, gonna get so one, They're going to get one guy turned up to do it, and he's going to rip out the fucking motor, <laughs> yeah? And steal all belongings. the belongings. Sink the ship. Sink the ship. Um,
1: uh, we spent a lot of money on the boat recently, so losing that would be more painful than anything. A spokesman for Avon and Somerset Police confirmed they had been informed of the possible fraud com- committed over the internet and have launched an investigation. Uh, no arrests have been made, but we are still investigating, she said. There are two comments on the story. Only two? Only two. Um, as I said, uh, one is by Bok Bok, who just simply comments, Mug. And, uh... The last comment is by Wellies Army, uh, who says, A fall and her money are easily parted. I hope, beyond hope, quoting the article, that it will all come good and have contacted the police, but I'm not expecting much. And he just finishes by saying, That's probably wise, Karen.
0: It's very sad.
1: Yes, but let's face it, she's an idiot.
0: Rob, I, you, I really want you to keep your eye on anything else to this, or well, ask Shay to, because that's a brilliant story. No, I think there's more to come out of this. How? Uh, I mean, okay. She, so she, so there's two, there's two things. She entered into a ridiculous pact here, when then she got sucked in. She said by giving them some of the money now and some of it later, then they. what happened? They said, "Well, look, we need money for our business. Will you invest?" And that's why she went on the visit. That's why they went out for the meal. Alex, if if a couple that you buy a car off. Okay, I realise it
1: wasn't, it wasn't fully paid off, but just drop by your house <laughs> unexpectedly. and unexpectedly steal my car. Yeah, steal your
0: car um, without so your knowledge. Leave the car there. as so, so soon as were coming out of the house and finding her car gone, and just their uh, car parked in her driveway. Why didn't she call the police then? I can understand this maybe more. She was eighty five, but she's sixty two. She's completely compass mentis. <laughs> Right, Rob. Last week, I did mention during the podcast, but then in the edit, it wasn't included, I don't think. Right. Because uh, people might have wondered last week, there was no editor's eye from Andrew Parks.
1: We were, just, yeah, We, uh, we uh, again, it was cut out, but we were, we were speculating that maybe we'd had some, inv- I don't know, hand in the downfall of the editor's
0: eye, but uh, it's returned, you're saying? Well, last week, mysteriously, there was no editor's eye, yes, and I'd wondered, I, I had worried that no sooner had we put our appreciation page online. Our Facebook page, Appreciating Andrew Park, which is... Can you remind people of the address for that?
1: Yeah, it's www.facebook.com forward slash Britain's Angriest Hack. There's no punctuation, it's all uh,
0: one word. Britain's Angriest Hack. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'd worry that you'd just stop doing it immediately after we put it on, but it has returned, Rob. It's returned. I'm glad. So his headline is, Mr. Park, editor of the new shopper. Right. Google never forgets, while beware of Facebook and Twitter slip-ups. Editor's eye comment. Okay. He says, things you can post online can stay with you forever. Can you believe the stuff people write on Facebook or Twitter? So again, it's, um, it's, it's a lovely fresh topic that Andrew is, 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 uh, is choosing to delve into. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Nobody before have ever talked about the mindless stuff people write on Facebook or Twitter, have they? No,
1: there's no, there's no indication that, that, that employers, especially, look at your Facebook to see what kind of things you go up to.
0: Idiot. He writes... I never cease to be amazed by the complete lack of discretion and thought shown by some dipsticks. Just dipsticks. This, dipsticks, dipsticks. Yeah, he's bringing Just it back. Your words. Nice. He's bringing it back. Right? <laughs> Old school. Just this week, I've witnessed one guy accidentally reveal his new sexual orientation. A professional Sorry, colleague. How can you accidentally reveal that? Your know, um, new sexual orientation. Um, you say I'm gay. Oops. <laughs> okay, yeah. About profe- mistaken mistakenly gay. <laughs> a professional colleague, in brackets who should know better, expressing a personal opinion of a workmate, and one little scumbag who chose to detail his latest sordid criminal act. Um, can One Little Scumbag be our episode title? No, I like that. That's good. Perhaps I've got it wrong And social networks are the new medium for confessing your sins. This, of course, isn't the case, and increasingly many people, and in particular young people, are coming to regret their words shared via cyberspace not to mention some of the lurid images they foolishly share with their schoolmates. However, at least items posted on Facebook can be restricted, or, if later regretted, deleted. Websites on the internet are not so forgiving. Every week I get requests from people who want something deleted from our site. It might just be a night's drinking which got a little out of hand, an old unpaid council tax bill, or even a political group which seemed a good idea when you were a student. But all these things, thanks to the power of the internet, can come back to haunt you, not least because new employers love to do a quick Google search. As I said,
1: um, can I just stop you there? He's not talking about our our web page, is
0: he? Do you think this is a veiled threat? Do you you think he's found out about our our Facebook page? (laughs) I hadn't even connected this. Hang on. We put up a Facebook page... He then doesn't do an editor's eye for a week and a half, mysteriously. On the usual day, it's meant to be released. It's not there. And then he sends out this veiled warning. All I'm saying is, it's, it's, just, it's quite coincidental. Well, let's say what he says. Somebody accidentally revealing his new sexual orientation. A professional colleague expressing a personal opinion of a workmate. So either neither of us. And one little scumbag who chose to detail his latest sword as criminal acts. Is that us? No, I, I, I don't think so. But he does sound like a veiled threat this. Mm. It's just a thought. He says, he's in, but what, there is an irony in this though, that he says, uh, all these things, thanks to the power of the internet, can come back to haunt you. Not, not least because new employers love to do a quick Google search. Well, if he bothered to do a quick Google search himself, (laughs) he'd now find a Facebook page dedicated to all his trite, shitty stories. His previous crimes, we could call them. He finishes by saying, not that I'm pretending to be holier than thou, as I've been on night outs, which didn't end too well attended a few student demos, and even had the odd brush with the law. And they've all been reported. But here's the rub. You'll never be able to find the details. However, if I'd lived my youth in the 1990s or later, (laughs) rather than a couple of decades earlier, Uh, I'd have to live with these things forever. what? He's saying because of when... He he doesn't publicise his things online. No, he's saying because the internet wasn't around then, these things have happened and nobody knows about them. But now everything is detailed on the internet, so there's no escaping your path. Is he issuing a challenge to us to find those details and publish them on his path? (laughs) Quite possibly, I think (laughs) we should do it. He says, have you ever gotten into a tangle over something you've said or done online? Have you ever revealed any sins or secrets on the web? Add your comments below. And there's one comment that I'm going to read out. Just Banjo8 says, aye aye, so what's the editor been up to after dark then? (laughs) (laughs) Comment of the week. Do you think that we should now? He said, "Have you ever got into a tangle over something you said or done online? Have you ever revealed any secret sins or secrets on the web?" So is this now the time to contact the editor of the New Shop and say, um, in reference to your, or actually put a comment on there on that article? Yeah, saying, In reference to your, um, to your uh, questions about whether or not people have ever, you know. Um, got into a tangle over something they said online or have you revealed any sins or secrets on the web we thought you might be interested in your, the personal history of your articles listed here <laughs> <laughs> do we want suggestion. to alert him to it it could lead in local anaesthetic getting completely closed down Rob or do we want to let it happen via a no, more we, natural we, process I think
1: it, it, yeah it's a tricky one I must admit I, I quite like the idea of contacting him It's quite a soft we approach. still haven't had any legal no, I mean, be- today, listeners, I want to say that we did actually contact, I think it was the Swindon Appetiser. Oh, did we? Do you not remember that? Oh, we contacted, we contacted the Appetiser, And, Appet- yeah, and the-, the new shopper, didn't we? I'm not sure it was the new shopper. I, I thought it was just the advert. Basically saying that, here's our podcast. Uh, Live with it. We <laughs> we quote your stories. Do you give a shit? And evidently to this day, they don't. <laughs> so, um, no,
0: let's just leave it in the ether until he picks up on it. You never know, he we well, might find it. It would be nice to let it happen more organically.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So that's the end of episode 51. We shall be back next week for our 52nd episode which we're not buying gifts. It's not special but it is actually technically a year. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. In the meantime, have a good week. God bless and take care. (laughs)